Good morning. How y'all doing today? Alright. <clears throat> so, go ahead and get started. We'll uh, start off with a little prayer. Lord, we, we thank you for another day to come to, to break bread, God. We, we ask you to just open our minds and our hearts up to you this morning, God, and and uh, just speak to us, Lord. Help everyone that's not here that wants to be here, God. Touch them. Send angels, Lord Jesus, to comfort them. In Jesus' name, give you the praise. Amen. All right, so something that I've, I've battled with my whole Christian life is that I always thought about yesterday. You know, I always go over my, my, at the end of the day, I lay there and I go over my day. And, and all I can do is think about what I did wrong. And then when I wake up the next morning, that's, that's what I, I'm living. But yesterday is a liar. <laughs> Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 tells us that, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing, now that I shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness, and rivers in the desert. Yesterday has deceived us. It, it makes us think that we are something that we're not supposed to be, something that God has called us not to be, but, but uh, yesterday can ruin us for today. Very much so. At times we judge how God sees us through the circumstances that we are in or how our day has been. It's a great day. God loves us. If it's not a great day, well, he hadn't heard me really. You know, I'm, I'm far from God because, you know, I had a bad day. Uh, that's not how it works. <laughs> a tough day, a rough day, whatever it is, God still loves us. The question become because of, of what has happened, isn't where I stand with God, where I stand in my Christian life, because of what happened yesterday, or because of what was happening today, or because that is life. It's just life. God loves me for. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Some of us will will use this as a measuring stick to see how much God loves us, right? And we will use God for what we can do for us instead of what we can do for Him. Because that's not what it's about. It's not about what, what okay, God, give me, give me, give me, do, do, do. He's, he's already given us the only thing that we really needed. He gave us his son to die for us, to cover our sins. He don't know us nothing else. <clears throat> do you know that if the only thing that God ever did for us was give us Jesus to die for us, that... that He's, he's done more than we could ever do in a lifetime. Even trying every day to be perfect. We can never repay what he did for us. Never. And the crazy thing is, is that I'm just one in eight billion people on this, this earth. And he knows every hair on my head. I'd rather just be about 12. But he knows. You know? He knows me, and he will spend time with me, just me. I'm, I'm nobody, but that's how much he loves us. Sometimes even in the church, we're just as, as, as many, if not more, problems than there is 
in the workplace, out in the world. They'll always be what he said, she said, what they did. Uh, I don't like them because of this or that. That's, that's stuff that we need to get away from because what happened yesterday don't matter. What happened last week doesn't matter. We walk out our days and even more our lives like, like we're captives of our problems. There's so many defeated Christians, but Genesis 1 and 27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. All right? So what does this mean? Do we have the same appearance? No. Men and women don't look alike. I mean, this day and time, some of them do, but that's, that's not of God. <laughs> It must mean something different, right? It's not about the outer appearance. Of course, we, we, know, we know this. Adam and Eve were created in the image of God and, and talked with Him in communion and relationship. They were different, but they're the same because it's not our outer, it's what God did inside of us. He created us all the same. The devil tempted them. They ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which God had given the direction not to. God is holy. Right? He cannot be in the presence of sin. Therefore, this caused Adam and Eve to uh, to know sin. Because you know, they created it. I say created They They sinned. They did the one thing they were not supposed to do. It separated them from, from, uh, from God. It doesn't mean that they were going straight to hell because they sinned. Not the way it works, right? Thank God. The sacrifice that Jesus, of Jesus was the only sacrifice that was good enough for the sins of the whole world. From that point on until the end of time, for those who are willing to make Him the Lord and Savior of their lives. Second Corinthians five eighteen and 21 tells us that not all these things are from God who reconciled us to Himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Namely, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trans trespasses against them. And he committed us to the world of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making an appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. He made him who knew no sin to be sin and on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. So, we're called to change, right? We're born to sin. Our flesh is sin. But we are called to be a changed people. We can fill every seat in every church <clears throat> with Christians. And what's that going to do? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. That's not what we're called to do. We're called to go out into the world. If we would take the Christians that's in the church today and actually do what we're supposed to do, we could change the world. But we don't because we're selfish people. We think about ourselves, we do our own lives, and it's not right. But that's what we do because we're flesh. We, we've got to change the way we do things. We've got to change the way we look at, at, at our lives because... <clears throat> God didn't put us here to just do what we want to do. But that is what we do. But we need we, we really need to get back to knocking doors and, and getting out and actually 
uh, getting involved in the community with with the word, with witnessing the people. Because I don't want to see anybody go to hell. It's it's hot enough right now. Hell's gonna be terrible. Each morning, instead of waking up in the place of defeat, needing forgiveness, needing appreciation, needing affirmation, needing love, or something like that, because you're you're not good enough, you think you're not good enough. Wake up in a place of forgiveness because we are forgiven. All we got to do is ask. Just repent. Ask God, forgive me for what I'm doing. But as I was talking to a guy the other day at work, he was asking me, how many times can I, can I do this and God forgive me? I said, well, you, already, you, you pretty much answered your question. Is because if you know good and do bad, you're sinning. So it, you, premeditated sin is, is not like, you know, like a forgiven thing, you know, because you know that you're supposed to do good and you know you're doing bad. So I'm not saying God won't forgive you, but you're not supposed to do stuff you know you're not supposed to do. It tells us that in the Bible. <laughs> you are good enough. We we are good enough people. God can use us no matter what we do, no matter what our past is, no matter what happened yesterday. God can still use us. We just gotta turn away from the sin. That's true repentance. It's turning away and not doing it again. And living in Christ. I don't need to be okay or have a good day, or or a bad day because of what I can or can't get from someone. It, that doesn't matter. When I don't get what I want when I'm looking for from you or somebody else, that shouldn't determine my day. That shouldn't determine my walk with God because I think I should have this in church or this position or I should be able to do this. That's not what it's about. <clears throat> but if my day is based off who I am in Christ Jesus, all of a sudden I'm dying to myself because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be Christ-like, right? Die to myself, identify my life with Jesus trying to walk through the, through the way he walked. We, we are redeemed people, but we've got to die daily because we are a wicked, wicked people. Do you ever notice that, that after there's a disagreement, there's like tension, always this, this, this bad tension, whether the a little something or a big something, there's, there's always going to be tension, right? We have something about us that we, we need to be right. Like, I know I'm right. You know, that's 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 a terrible way to be because we are not always right. <laughs> we still want to be right no matter what. That that is our self. All right. Sometimes it's hard for us to do, admit defeat or admit that we're wrong or because We have something about us that we need to be right, correct? We, we still want to be right no matter what. That is self. Jesus tells us to, to die to that daily, too. Luke 9 and 23. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. We're on the earth to be found in the image of Christ Jesus. That's what he put us here for. To live every day to be more like him. To do what he did. To love like Jesus did. To serve each other like Jesus did. Are we doing that? Are we doing that enough? 
that is the real question. Are we doing it enough? Okay, I checked off my box. I did a good deed today. Cool. You know, I mentioned Jesus to somebody today. Choop, box checked. I'm going to heaven now. Now, we're supposed to be Christ-like. what the Bible tells us so many times. And what, what, what did Christ do? He lived his life to, to speak the word, to teach the word, to live it, to get the sinners to unsaved saved. 1 John 2 and 6. He who says he abides in him he ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Well, that's, that's something right there, isn't it? If we say that we are Christians, if we're Christ-like, we are supposed to walk as he walked. We're supposed to do as he did. And that's, that's that's some hard shoes to wear right there. We hear, well, that's not possible. But what if what we are following is our past experience? It wasn't possible yesterday or the day before. I couldn't do it. So I can't do it today. I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means. None of us are. But I want to be, and I want the Spirit of God to lead me in all things. I want to be someone that when I'm seen, they can feel the presence. They, they can say, hey, there's something different. You know? It's not about me, though. It's never about me being something. It's it's all about Christ. It's all about helping somebody. It's all about being there in someone's time of need. Doing what we're supposed to do. Galatians 5 and 16. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of flesh. So we got to be spiritual minded at all times. All times. I find myself, you know, I, I work in the prison, and it's it's a terrible, terrible place. And there's terrible, terrible things that happen. But I, I find myself all through the day I'm praying. I'm asking God to help me because uh, I have a tendency to get angry, and uh, inmates drive me crazy sometimes. So I have to really be on guard because if not, um, it could be bad, you know. Yeah be real bad for me so I got to keep myself in check all the time because I'm trying I am trying to be Christ-like and it is hard when you're dealing with devils <laughs> yeah yeah everyday life can drive you crazy too <clears throat> the Bible it does not lie I want to go after Christ Jesus so that grace can make me but Jesus paid for. I, I want to follow Christ because of what he did for me. You know, I'm not saying that no one on this world would die for me, but he didn't he he didn't know me, Jesus, you know what I mean? Like he knows me, but I would die for my family in a heartbeat. But I'm not gonna die for this other person, just a stranger, you know, I'm like but Jesus loved us so much he died for every single one of us. He, he, every drop of blood was for for us because he loved us that much. I cannot continue to allow my human experience to determine what I'm following. So if there is something in my life that is, is not in the life of Jesus, 
then then why am I following that? We got to we got to look at what we're doing every day. Okay, if this doesn't glorify God, if if then, then why am I doing it? Why am I participating in this if it doesn't pertain to glorifying Jesus, to doing something for the kingdom? Why am I doing it? Some things we have to do. We have to go to work. We have to do these things. You know, life causes. But are we doing it for the right reason? Are we? Are, while we're there, are we doing the right things for the right reasons? You know, it's all about being Christ-like every day, every chance we can get. Because a lot of people, they don't know church. They don't. They don't know Jesus. We are. Our, our, our life lived is our best witness we could ever have. Because that one time that you do something that you're not supposed to do, that's what people are going to remember. And they'll be like, I ain't going to listen to him. I remember it the other day when he did this. Now he's trying to preach to me? Come on. Get out of here, hypocrite. You know. So uh, a life lived in Christ is, is the best witness you can ever have. They're gonna. People are gonna notice it. They're gonna notice your good. They're gonna notice your bad. They're gonna talk about your bad. They're they're not gonna talk about your good too much, but they are gonna talk about your bad. So just remember, think about it before you do stuff. Can we seek ye first the kingdom of God if we are completely not self-centered? Can we be offended if we're not self-centered? Can we be discouraged if we're not self-centered? We gotta we gotta get the self out of this. That's our that's our, that's our problem. Me, I am my biggest problem. Christ lives in me. I need to I need to get more Christ like out of me instead of more Levi out of me. And that's a problem because you know I've been me for so long. I I have to get me on the back burner. Think about. You know, the old acronym WWJD. What would Jesus do, you know? That's that's what I got to keep in my mind. Like, what would Jesus do? What is a Christian supposed to do in this circumstance? How am I supposed to handle this Christ-like? Not the way Levi would handle it. <clears throat> Could we be discouraged? Uh, I'm sorry. Could we be hurt where the hurt does not go away? And even if it is justified, you know? If we didn't have Christ in us like we should, could, could it could it be detrimental to be hurt in a church? Could it be detrimental just to be hurt anywhere? Pull away from everything, yeah. But if we have Christ in us, He can take all that away. He can take all that hurt, that pain, that discouragement, no matter what it is, depression, anxiety, He can take all that away. Instead, we are Christians that are secure in the image of ourself when we are called for the image of Christ. So, you know, I'm okay with me, you know, but if everybody's seeing just me, is that right? Is pe are people seeing Christ through me? When I go to work, are people actually saying, this guy's a Christian? You know, or are, are they, like, not wanting to curse around me? Are they not wanting to tell bad jokes around me because they know how I am, how I live. Are we, are we putting that life out there? <clears throat> this call to living free takes a transformation through the Holy Spirit to seek that image and to make the determination that I am not going to sell myself cheap 
when I'm not for sale at all. Why? Why would we do that? Why would we just give ourselves up to something when, when Christ has already paid every price for us? We're not. We're, in Christ, we're not. We're not for sale for anything. We are His. He's paid every price. Don't give yourself up to sin for a little bit of something. Remember this: the very best offer that the devil can offer you is an eternal life full of pain and misery. That's it. That's all the devil can offer you. Yeah, sin is a beautiful thing. It was designed that way. You know, if sin was ugly, why would we want it? <clears throat> but all sin's going to leave us to is pain and misery. I mean, Jesus is—he's already offered you everything. He's—he's he's told us what he's offered us right here: eternal life. That's going to be awesome. Eternal life, no pain, no suffering, a new body, no hurts. You know, maybe a, a nice full head of hair. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God can give us a, a more abundant life. He's going to. <clears throat> but we have to die daily. We have to live for Him. If you can see that Jesus died on the cross for the purpose of putting His life into you and transforming you into love and to restore what Adam lost through sin. This transformation that the Bible talks about is in the mind. It means to think like you have never thought before. So if, if we'll just put that in the mind, like Jesus died for me. He gave everything for me so he can live through me and I can be more like him, right? I can turn away from sin. I can turn away from all these different things because he already paid the price. The decision is, is to be made. Are you going to wake up in the morning knowing that you are forgiven, accepted by God through the finished work of Jesus Christ through the cross? Put on the armor of God to begin the battle of the day because you are a child of God and you're going to need it. The more you do for God, the more devil's going to come at you. If you're not being tested, well, probably not, not doing right. <laughs> not saying you're not, but... No matter what happened yesterday, God's grace will, will cover it with true repentance. That's the key. Yesterday is a liar. You are not yesterday's sins. You're not yesterday's angers. You're not yesterday's deportments. You're not yesterday's defeats. The creator of the world knows your name. He knows how many hairs on your head. He put you where you are today. It, where nobody's here or there by just happenstance. Everything is for a reason. If you have not given your life to Jesus Christ, hey, today's a good day to do it. I hope all you have. <laughs> he wants to know you. He, you are you are so loved, and He offers a peace and joy inside of us that we we can't get from the world. There is no way. <clears throat> Just, Jesus, Jesus can take it all away. He can take away the anger. The depression, the anxiety, the brokenness. And the only answer to anything we need is Jesus. And if you need any answer, he's got them all right here. Any question you have, seeking you will find. Right here. <clears throat>